All right. All right. Welcome to Kuko Attack. This is episode one. Uno. First episode. First Let's see how this turns out. <laughs> who is that guy? That is Patrick Hughes. And this guy is Chad Hembrock. And we're going to talk and... video games. Let's, <laughs> Let's talk. We'll see how bad this is, and we'll go from there. Uh, so, yeah, so... two years old Switch, um, March 3rd, 2017. Me and you sat outside of Best Buy for a few hours after we work. did we did uh, standing in the cold six, waiting. Hours, six hours in the cold we watched the Caps game on my phone and uh, <laughs> and we were like the fifth and sixth people in line to get our switches that night which was awesome of course yep I remember them lining up all the Zelda amiibos and special bundles to pick up I think I only joined you actually just to pick up the pro controller yeah. I had the switch <laughs> pre-ordered at Best Buy, but I was like, this is not fun. Yeah, and I had a pre-order <laughs> of, um, I had a pre-order already for a gray controller, because at the time, I didn't think that um, the neon was really going to appeal to me. I was like, I'll just get the, the gray Joy-Con, that's fine. Yeah. But then we went to the, the Switch event they had in D.C., um, which was like invite-only for uh, Nintendo Club members or whatever, and, um, once I saw those orange and blue Joy-Cons, it's like, I have to have this, so... Um, <laughs> definitely, you know, we went out and camped out, and that was the one I grabbed, and I was able to um, pass on the other bundle that I had um, already pre-ordered the next day to somebody else that wanted to switch. So that worked out. Yeah, it did. And you made, you made the better call with the color Joy-Cons. Like, after getting blue Joy-Cons, like, a year and a half later, and I'm like, okay, I know what I've been missing here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're awesome. Um, you know, just, I don't know, it was just so weird. It was something that, it looked kind of childish to me at the time, which, I mean, it's Nintendo, it's kind of what their, you know, repertoire is. <laughs> but, um, yeah. <laughs> but when I saw this in person, they just, I had to have those. They just looked so great. But, um, but yeah, let's talk a little bit about the, um, the Switch event that we went to. That was really cool. Um, that was really cool. That was... Um, that was the first time we got to play Breath of the Wild, which was just... Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Mind-blowing. Um, I remember... I remember everyone, even though it was, like, a closed event, like, just dashed to get their tickets to go try that game. Yeah, I knew that was the first thing I wanted to do, because after that, it didn't really matter what I played, so... Yeah, <laughs> and and I just remember like the first thing I tried when the guy at the booth was like showing me what to do. He was trying to tell me like, "Oh, you can do this and you can do this, and you want to go this way so you can get to the temple." And I was like, "I don't care. I just want to. I want to feel the switch." So for me, it was, um, you know, I was like, "Can I play docked?" And he's like, "Sure." And I was like, "Can I play with the Joy Cons just in my hands?" And he's like, "Sure." Um, so he let me try, you know, taking the Joy-Cons off, holding them independently, which ended up being my favorite way to play Switch anyway. And, um, <laughs> and I used a little dog face controller, um, and then I played a little bit handheld. But I just remember watching everyone trying to rush to see how far they could get in the, like, was it like 10-minute demo? Is that what it was? 8-minute demo? I don't remember how long it was. Do you remember? Yeah, this, I, don't... I think it was like 10 or... 15 minutes. I don't know. It wasn't that long. Yeah. It's pretty short. But I just remember everyone trying to get as far as they could, and I was just more like, I can skip through the fields of Hyrule now, because Link had finally jumped. So, <laughs> so it was just, like, that was just, to me, it was just feeling the game, feeling the Switch, and um, 
you know, just getting that, that first experience, so. Yeah, I, I remember, like, my first impression of it was just, it was hard, like, Bacoblin just kicked my butt, and I was like, oh my gosh, is this is this going to be a hard game? Like, Zelda finally going to give me a challenge? <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah. And, like, knocked out his weapon, I was like, you're going down, and then just picked up a rock at me, I was like, oh, you jerk. <laughs> Yeah, that's it was it was definitely uh it was a really cool experience that night. Um what else did we play uh Mario Kart? It was uh, Mario Kart and Arms and yeah. Snipper Clips and, Yeah, Arms and, was really cool playing that. Yeah. Um at the time, um I never really got into Arms myself once it released, but um I know, yeah. you know, it was it was pretty big at first being, you know, that kind of futuristic punch out style games <laughs> that they're gonna do yeah it was it was definitely interesting um you know i had i had fun playing it the first time but i never went out and spent the 60 bucks on it which i don't know yeah. if I, I don't know if i missed out or not i know you purchased it and you'll have more to say I, I did i did <laughs> i i really like the character designs and just it was something very different that i just kind of wanted support and yeah i mean the lasting appeal was pretty short um it wasn't much on the single player content but it, it was fun for what it was it was a cool game yeah um and it did support it pretty well long term adding like characters and stuff it just would have been nice to have more modes or something the only thing i really remember about the character was the <laughs> the one character <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. The twin tail. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they definitely... Their boss meme of, uh, <laughs> like, yes, we need more. <laughs> this yeah. is what sells. <laughs> yeah, booty booty sold, especially, you know, there was the memes going around of Zelda and the memes going around of ARMS. and She uh, was my best character in that game, actually. Of course. Oh, yeah, yeah, one two switch we played yeah. that, too, to get the uh, HD rumble feel. That was probably the yeah. coolest. The cool, that was probably the coolest demo they had for that. That was a really cool demo. That, that's pretty much what it was. It was like a little demo. Yeah, like um, guessing the uh, the amount of marbles inside of the controller. Mm -hmm. That was really neat. And um, I think I was off by, like, one when I did it. But yeah. it was just really, really, really cool, though, the way it worked out. The whole uh, controller, and I, I remember I played uh, Street Fighter as well. That's right. And then uh, Bomberman. Super Bomberman R. We played yeah. that for a little bit, um, and that was, was actually pretty fun. Yeah, I mean, it was you know it was a it was a cool event. It was you know it was a week or two before the console launched. And, yeah, um, yeah. You know, it it made the impression on me because you know that's why I ended up getting the neon Joy Cons and. Um, you know, anything I could play Zelda early, I wanted to be at. So. <laughs> so. Definitely. So, yeah. And um, then that pretty much takes us to then the launch of the Switch and, of course, picking up Zelda, which... Yeah, that, that worked out well. Um, you know, we did the pre-orders um, the night that they did the big event in Japan, and, um, you know, I pre-ordered the Gray Switch, and... Uh, you know, got very lucky that the next day you called me and told me that there was uh, the Master Edition for Zelda was up on That's right. the GameStop site, <laughs> which I only got because Best Buy flagged my credit card as fraud, and then that text message woke me up, and then I saw your text message, and 
And then I checked GameStop, and there it was, and I was able to snag a Master Edition, which was amazing, considering they had, like, one in every Best Buy. <laughs> so, yeah. So that and I only ended up getting the, the Special Edition because I, I wanted that other... Breath of the Wild statue with Link in his arrow. I was like, I'm going to make my own master edition. I'm going to buy this statue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I thought the sword was really cool. Like, you know, it was all like, the Breath of the Wild. It was rusted and yeah. the master sword of sitting in the in the. It wild. did look cooler in person when, when I saw your your box. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool, but like, again, mine's still in the box. And I think I took it, I took it out once just to look at it. Um, you know, I know most people that bought that didn't even open it. They were just uh, buying it for resale, <laughs> which I get. I guess. But at the same time, like, I'm not going to spend $150 on something to not open it <laughs> and not enjoy it. So, you know, maybe a couple years ago I would have done that, but I'm trying <laughs> to get away from that. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so that day, you know, we got the Switch and, uh, 150 hours later, yeah. Breath of it's the pretty Wild. much just nonstop <laughs> Breath of the Wild for like the next month and a half. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, so what did you think of Breath of the Wild? How did that How did that work out? What was your take on that, dude? That that game just blew me away. Like, my goodness, it was it was just such a fresh experience. Just running around in such an open world and just always something to discover at every turn. Like, there was always no wasted space in that game. Just, ah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, oh my I mean, goodness. Like, being able to just climb up everything was such a game changer to me. Like It was. I've played open world just games Just problem solving like creative ways. Yeah, like, you know, you could, you could get to the same place three, four hundred different ways. <laughs> you know, maybe not that many, but, <laughs> but it was just, like, you know, we could... Me and you, you know, we played the game pretty much the same time, but we went on different paths. Like, you started with um, uh, a different Divine Beast than I did. Yeah, yeah. I started with the water one, and I think you were... Did you go to the desert first, or...? No, actually, I did do the water first, but I, I, there okay, was okay. one that we did. I thought we did we, one. We, we diverged in different directions at some point, yeah. Yeah, but it was just... I remember when they added that uh, that update where you could track the paths. We, it was, we went on so different paths. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, like... It's just really neat, like, being able to, like, you know, go through every single thing differently... Um, you know, the game was so vast that you um, you really didn't know what you were doing. I mean, other than you put your beacon out to where you think you need to go, and then you just you mm -hmm. find something else, and it takes you completely out of that path, and then you find another village, or you find a stable, and you're like, what do I do? Like, I remember talking with you. I beat the game. I, like, I was pretty much at Ganon or Ganon's castle, but I didn't want to finish it until I had all the shrines. And then, like, yeah. me and you were sharing notes on where to go, and there was a stable that I never saw that was right off of the main path because I just <laughs> didn't go down the path. I just went out into the woods, or I climbed up one of the towers and just, you know, used the glider to fly as far as I could, you know, before running out of stamina or you know, drinking more stuff so I could fly farther to keep my stamina. <laughs> <laughs> just like, just crazy. It's so cool. 
It was such a cool uh, experience. Um, yeah. And there are just so many memorable moments in that game. Just like the the event tide island where you lost all your gear and you had to like problem solve how to I was like, oh my gosh, what they just took away everything from me. How am I gonna get through this? Oh, I feel so vulnerable again. Yeah. And it was so cool because you could use like you had to use the environment to Yeah to beat things. It wasn't just, you know, you got the hook shot, you got to the boss and you know you're gonna use the hook shot on the boss and then you're gonna kill stuff. It was like you could do that, or you can take this rock and then throw it above the guy, <laughs> freeze it, power it up, and then when the timer expires, it's going to smash him with like that extra velocity. I don't know, just crazy stuff like that that the game never went there. I mean, look at some of the stuff the people at Speedrun are doing. They're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> flying across the entire map using. Um, it's freeze time in a rock and, thing and then and then just smacking it and like hop on. Yeah, it's it's crazy. <laughs> like it, it's it's a it's a complete sandbox essentially. The game is just a big sandbox that lets you do pretty much anything that you want to do in it. Yeah, and just full of just crazy things that you wouldn't ever expect to see, like giant dragons coming out of like canyons and you're like just looking up like oh, oh my gosh yeah i remember the first what time, is this yeah like the first time i saw a dragon i didn't know what the hell it was and my first <laughs> thought was let's kill it <laughs> so i start shooting at it and then i get a scale and i had no idea like it wasn't like i was watching videos online where people were like oh you gotta get a scale to do this that and the other and then yeah you no. know, i got those scales before people um, you know, before I ran into people in the game that told me you need to have them because I was just out exploring and it was like, I don't know, the, the, the exploration of that game, it made me feel like I was playing, you know, Legend of Zelda or Link to the Past for the first time. It was just such a mm -hmm. fresh, cool experience and I think I was just so excited for it and the fact that we were pretty much waiting for that game since... Skyward Sword. Oh, <laughs> such a long time. Such a long time. Skyward Sword was 2011, uh, I think, or right? 2011, 2012, something like that. Sounds about right. So yeah. it has about yeah. five, six year wait, and we had the E3 trailer saying it was. I know, I know, I had the wallpaper for probably at least four years on my computer. It was yeah. just like when they first showed that grassy field. We had the. <laughs> The E3 trailer said it was going to come out in 2015, and then it just disappeared. <laughs> That's when they finally declared the Wii U dead and that the NX was coming. Yep, yep, yep. So, yeah. Um, where where do you put Breath of the Wild on all-time Zelda games? On your top, you know... Oh, gosh. Your top Zelda. Whew. It's definitely definitely a contender in like the top three I would say for the sheer like breath of fresh air that experience brought it was so refreshing and I, I admit I'm getting the itch to go back and play it again pretty soon um, yeah, and the fact that well. the fact that I put 150 hours in just one playthrough is just crazy yeah so yeah, it's definitely a you know I think it's probably my number two. Mm -hmm. um, I still love Link to the Past. Um, 
Yeah. I don't. Maybe yeah. it's nostalgia, but that game is just—it's—it's it's beautiful. <laughs> I love just it. Your game design, so good. Yeah. So scary. Dungeons, the secondary world, <laughs> the. Um, yeah. And that's the one thing with Breath of the Wild that's kind of hold it, held it back was just the dungeon design. I think. Yeah. Um, which was was really fun and refreshing, but at the same time, it kind of was missing that fun pulling apart kind of thing that is Zelda Dungeons with the keys and the key items and stuff. Yeah, because we only really had, you know, we had the four Divine Beasts and mm. like you said, there wasn't really a, there was no like mini-boss, there was just like... I think it wouldn't, it wouldn't have been as bad if they weren't all so similar in design, I think. That was what part of what held it back really a lot. Just they all looked the same, they all had the same Phantom Ganon blob thing and just I mean they were unique but they didn't have like that distinct aesthetic to it yeah um, yeah so but yeah I think I think Breath of the Wild is my number two um, you know behind Length of the Past and I'll probably definitely go back and play it again at some point um, I don't know if that'll be now I'm kind of trying to finish up a backlog of other stuff before I keep playing. Yeah, that, that's stuff. the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's always the hard part, but, um... So, that was the first big launch of the Switch, and then, uh, mm -hmm. a few months later, uh, what did you find at Target? A Super Mario Odyssey demo? That's <laughs> <laughs> right, they... At E3 announced Mario Odyssey was coming out this fall, and we're like, oh my gosh, this game looks crazy. He's throwing caps on things and turning into T Rexes. What is this craziness? We, yeah. I remember we played it, and um, yeah, that's what we were doing. We were trying to get as many, you know, many moons as we could before, you know, the time ran out. And yeah, I remember, I'm pretty sure we rode the little, we rode like the, the line or the Jaguar or whatever it was. It's like mm -hmm. a taxi, mm -hmm. I forgot what it was. Yeah, and it had like a little secret temple that you had to like run over poison ooze yeah, and stuff. Yeah, 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 you had to run over the poison Getting the music get notes. And, um, yeah, mm -hmm. collect the music notes. That's what we were doing before the timer ran out. <laughs> I remember that. Going there after work one night and trying to figure all that stuff out. But that was, <laughs> that was really cool. And, um, you know, that, again, that was a day one purchase. Um, Absolutely. And then that took when up... When you say bringing back Mario 64, you're like, yes, alright, let's do this. And that's what it felt <laughs> like. The game felt like a true successor to Mario 64. Um, you know, Mario Sunshine, <laughs> I've always liked it, except for the parts where you don't have Flood. I thought it was a fun <laughs> game, though. Um, but those platforming parts were just hell for me, and the fact you can't change your, um, <laughs> You couldn't change the angle of the camera very well, and yeah, going back to that game, the controls are pretty, pretty wonky. Yeah, but, uh, that game was rough. It was still, but yeah, still. Odyssey felt like the true successor, like I just oh, said. And, um, oh yeah, it was so so tight with its controls and so creative in its level designs and and yeah, just just so many weird fun ideas. Like you could tell right from the start of that game, like. Bowser in his tuxedo, and you're getting knocked to some like Tim Burton weird ghostly hat world. It's like this game's yeah, <laughs> the very first yeah, the very first. World. This is not your typical game. Yeah, yeah, that was um, yeah. It took about forty hours of my life. Um, mm -hmm. You know, most of them. Did you ever try to get all the moons? Or did I, you stop at? 
<laughs> so I pretty much stopped. I think I had like seven or eight hundred moons, um, but I kind of stopped once I realized that you could just buy all the moons. Yeah, that was kind of a dumb decision because to get like all nine hundred ninety nine moons, you essentially do have to just buy a lot of duplicate moons. Because I think you can only get like eight hundred twenty something, something around there. That and then the rest have to be bought if you want the max out your moon count. Yeah, because I remember just getting like, I got to a point where I was having trouble getting all of the, um, I was having trouble getting all the like Koopa Troopa race ones where you had to like, you know, yeah. <laughs> do like some special triple jump off your hat to get up of a ledge, and <laughs> I just got like. Frustrated. Some of those were pretty tough. <laughs> pretty, pretty tough. Yeah, I just got frustrated and was like, I can't do this. I'm I'm not enjoying this game anymore, and um, I, I've really tried to try to limit myself, uh, at least in the last couple of years, to if I'm not enjoying it, just put it down. Just put it down. Otherwise, something's going to break, and then I'm just going to be an <laughs> idiot. And it's <laughs> that happened. It happened with Plain Smash. Yeah, a little bit with Smash. Oops. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I didn't throw it. I didn't throw it. I just gave it a little no, a little no. tweak and the Joy-Con snapped <laughs> off, which was easily replaced on eBay for $35. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, though, I just got to the point where I started buying, like, at the beginning of the game, every world had one moon you could buy with the currency, I think. You had to have the currency for yeah, each world. Yeah, yeah. And, and I thought that was it. Yeah, I did too, and then I went back and I saw that there were more moons to buy, so I was like, alright, let me buy it, and I was like, I'm just going to keep buying them until they go away in each world, and then next thing you know, I spent like, you know, I spent like 4,000 coins on moons, and I could keep <laughs> buying them, and I was like, well, this isn't fun, there's no set, like, there's no, like, 100%, like, Mario 64, you get 120 stars, and then you get, you know, the castle gate opens, or the, the great outside mm -hmm. opens, you get the cannon, you shoot up, you see Yoshi, you get your 99 lives at the end of the game, which is pointless. But, um... <laughs> but, you get to see uh, Yoshi in 3D! Yeah, right? <laughs> but, uh, what was your, what was your favorite part of, um, of Mario Odyssey? If you had, like, one favorite thing, what would you say yours was? <laughs> Oh man! I'm gonna cheat and say two. I, I have two. I have two favorite parts. Can we? How, how spoilerly should we get for people who haven't played this? Like, because uh, my, my favorite part is like after you beat the game. I think you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly though, the game's been out for over a year. It has. I feel uh -huh. like I feel was, like if you have a Switch, you've played this. Um. I don't know. You can just say spoiler alert right now, and then people can skip a few minutes and hopefully not hear it. Yeah, but... yeah spoiler alert for like one <laughs> minute, come back. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, Mario 64. After you beat the game, get running around that kingdom, it's just so cool how they brought that back. And there was so much packed in there. It was just so much fun running around. And then getting like the Mario 64 skin, I was like, oh yeah. my gosh. This is all I'm playing for the rest of the game. So that was my <laughs> that was my only skin as soon as I got it. Um, just having that yep. that like <laughs> slightly non muddy but polygonal um, 
Mario 64 look was just awesome. Um, you know, running around the field, yeah. you running around the field, you have, um, you know, Peach Castle in the background, and just, it was such a, such a throwback, it was just, it felt, it felt like I was playing Mario 64 again, and, um, you know, I just played the game for, like, 40 hours, so, <laughs> just to make it feel, make it feel fresh again, there was something, something new to do again, it was just really, really neat. Yeah, it was like one of those moments where usually when I beat a game, I just put down the control and like that was great. I'm just gonna think. And this, I was just like, I'm gonna keep playing. This is amazing. Yeah. What is? <laughs> and then that wasn't the end of the game though. You still had, you know, after Mushroom Kingdom, you still had the. That's the, right. Was it dark, darker side of the moon? All and, of a sudden, darkest side of the moon, or something like that. Yep. Yep. And then like every kingdom got like a second act, kind of weird meteors fell down that like added all these moons into each of the oh the cubes different regions the cubes that you had yeah. to smash yeah so yeah that was that was really cool um the uh my favorite part so I completely agree with you that was that's why I said I have two because the Mario 64 mm -hmm. skin was just awesome it was one of my favorite things in gaming um especially in a Mario franchise it was just so so much fun to go back and play as that but um, my other favorite part, and it almost tops the Mario 64, was... I have a feeling. Oh, go ahead. Playing as Bowser at the fight. Yeah. When you become Bowser and you're <laughs> running through, um, you know, you're basically just crushing every block you hit. But then when it you go through a pipe and then you turn into eight bit Bowser and you run through, I thought that was one of the. And you got your like things. little peach on you. Yeah, <laughs> you've got the little peach. It looks like the amiibo from Mario Maker, and you're just like running through everything. I just thought that was so. That was one of my favorite parts. It made me smile in the game. Um, there was so much that made me smile in that game, though. Like, there was a lot. There was a New Dog City Festival was so much fun. Yeah, the Donkey just... Kong throwback. Like that whole world. That's, yeah. that's probably my favorite world of the game was New Dog City. That was such a fun world yeah, no. it's one of the like few worlds that there are like almost no enemies other than like very specific sections it's, and yet it's like one of the best worlds in there it's so much fun just to hop around and climb buildings and so many secrets hidden in alleyways yeah. and pipes and stuff and trying to jump rope a hundred times that damn stuff <laughs> 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 that was one I uh, also gave up on I think I got the first one but I couldn't get the next one I just uh, the, the, the hardest challenge was the volleyball one. Oh my gosh, that one was ugh, getting oh, like a hundred volleys. Yeah. That was on the beach, right? On the um, yeah, I forgot the, the world. Whatever soda sparkle realm. Yeah, yeah I forgot what that was called. But <laughs> oh, that was so cool though. The feeling, you know, the HD rumble of this like fizzy water. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, Odyssey was was fantastic i mean they they killed it yeah. with uh 2017 like those zelda and odyssey that was like that's how you launch a system that was fantastic yeah. here yeah, those I, two I mean, games alone. i mean you knew it was going to be a success i mean you you look back in history so the nes mario did not launch with the nes um but then the super nintendo launched with super mario world which was just like mm -hmm. again like if we had to rate a game here like odyssey was awesome and as much as I'm not a big fan of N64, Mario 64 was amazing. But I still love Super yeah. Mario World. There's just something about Super Mario World that just made... It was just... I think it was the big sprites and everything just kind of... 
Yeah, the art, art, art style in that game is just so perfect. Yeah, it's I don't know beautiful. It's just, it's, what it is about it. The just music, the color palette, the just, color palettes, just uh, yes, the yes. levels, the design, the secrets in each level with the keys. So many secrets. The, yeah, the switches. Yeah. Just, I don't know, I love that game, and that's something Super Nintendo... It had, like, just, like, the <laughs> right amount of challenge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, you didn't have to be amazing at it to beat it, but, um, you know, and even if you wanted to 100% it, you, you could. It wasn't impossible. Like, the hardest things in that game were the uh, Star Worlds. Mm-hmm. And, the but, uh, tubular, whatever that yeah, was. Yeah, <laughs> gnarly, tubular. Gnarly. <laughs> yeah, all those different ones, but... Um, so many '90s slain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think Mario Odyssey's probably it's top three again. It's probably it's probably my third favorite just because I still love um, Mario '64 and Mario World. I think they go a little above it just because of you know they kind of pioneered yeah. Mario and um, again nostalgia. I'm personally very <laughs> fond of. Uh... Mario Galaxy games still. Oh, they're they're so good. I finished the first one, but I never finished the second one. And oh I know there's a few years ago I sent you a I sent you a picture. I was playing it, and um, you know that was before I moved, and I that was just like one night I played it, and I got like just lost know, in the shuffle. I got a world or two away, and then I just turned off the Wii and didn't touch it again. <laughs> <laughs> so. But um, uh, but yeah. So other than you know Breath of the Wild and Mario, which you know pretty much were carrying the system for that first year, we had um, some indies that came out. Um, we talked about yeah, they, yeah. We talked about you know we played Snipper Clips at um, the Switch mm-hmm. event, and uh, that was a really fun game. Um, that was a, game that was a game. very fun game actually. Yeah, yeah. Like um, you know, essentially, I I personally love two player games where you're. Mm-hmm. not against each other where you're working together co-ops um yeah. it's just it's more property games are such a such a rare breed really yeah i mean it's for me it's more fun because you're you know your your goal is the same um mm-hmm. but that this, that doesn't, doesn't mean, mean you can't have a little mischief <laughs> yeah i mean that's the thing you could go up and like you know you, the other person thinks they're perfectly fine you could go up and snip them and then they like, damn it, they got to regrow. And eat and, their face. Like, stop it. Yeah. And, um, you know, but there's definitely... Um, like, the, the expressions on their faces, too, when you do that is just like... <laughs> they're, like, making, like, like Popeye looks. Like, they're really trying. Like, oh, I got this. I can figure it out. And it was really cool. Um, you know, my, me and my wife played a few times. We actually took it to... We took it to Outback one night. And... Um, <laughs> While we were waiting for our food, we sat there and played Snipper Clips, which was like, you know, something I never thought I'd be doing. <laughs> I did. Time. I did the same thing one night for like for trivia. Just brought it and we like played during breaks. Like, all right, let's go do a few levels. <laughs> yeah, and uh, but you know that's one of those things you get, you know you're playing together, but that doesn't mean you're you're not gonna get like frustrated with the persons though, because you know yeah. you know I would be like <laughs> you know spin it this way no you spin it that way no we gotta go this way and then it's like well who's right and then you finally like one of you is one of you was wrong and the other one was right and then it just it's like you know it's almost like mario party it's gonna like end friendships because you're not doing things the way the other person wants you to so uh but that was a fun game i i still never finished it um i think we beat like four worlds of it so we actually got through, you know, three or four. You were probably like levels. right at the end then, because I think there's only four worlds. Yeah, I think I think we were on like the yeah. last one, and then we just never went back to it. Um, 
I mean, we, we probably should. I think it's just kind of. I think Mario came out honestly. <laughs> to be the, to be probably. honest, Mario came out, and then I was like, "Well, I have this to play now." So, I think the same thing happened to me. I was like on World Three, and then I eventually went back to it. I was like, "Oh, I only had like four levels left. If I had known this, I would have I would have just finished this." Yeah, because I remember like trying to play, um, trying to go back and play it. Uh, single player. I tried playing a single player. It was a total pain in the ass. Like, cause you have to oh, yeah. you have to hit like it's, Y it's, or X to like switch between the two. Uh, and... It's almost unplayable in single player. It's like Triforce here. It's just like it's no fun playing like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was very very difficult and not enjoyable at all. So, uh, but it was a good but, game. It was a fun game. Yeah, great yeah. Co-op it was game. a cooperative game. It's great. Yeah. Reasonable price at launch. Yeah, it was, it was like was it fifteen game, bucks? Fifteen game. bucks. I think it was 20, 20 bucks. Something like that. Yeah. But still, compared to like all the other titles of like. Street Fighter 2, which was 60 bucks. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, 60 bucks for a game that's been out. Ugh. That wasn't even, like, really remastered. It was like, all right. No. They were, like, HD, like, skins. And it's like, I don't know. What's that worth 60 bucks? But to each their own. Um, but, yeah, yeah. Snipperclips, if, if you haven't played it, definitely go out and check it out. Um, you know, if you if you have someone else to play it with. Um, probably kids, too. I mean, if you have a kid that's old enough to play the game, definitely check it out because i'm sure it's something you you know it helps with problem solving and you know gives you some good real world examples to kind of like you know it uses like physics for water yeah. and yeah i think it'd be a great a great puzzle game just to play with a very game. creative original game yeah. yeah yeah something you just never saw before so um mm-hmm. so what else do we have we had a golf story which was yeah that, that was one we both really enjoyed yeah i personally love golf games so um you know, <laughs> i saw golf story picked it up and kind of slept on it for a while i think i played like one match and was like all right this is golf but it's not golf it's kind of weird and <laughs> um you know I, I my favorite golf game is hot shots the hot shot series is fantastic and um you know luckily it was kind of the same with like the slider meter it was kind of you know like hot mm-hmm. shots um but then you had the uh like the moles and the obstacles that would kind of, you know, some might screw you over or some might make you, you know, better depending on, um, like if you hit it into a mole, the mole might put it in the bunker or he might put it in the bushes or a bird might pick it up and put it on the green. So, um, it's definitely <laughs> an interesting take on the golf game, but at least that's what I thought it was when I first played it. <laughs> I never, never did the story mode. Cause I was like, well, what's story mode in a golf game? Like whatever. <laughs> And then, um, then I remember you telling me about it. Like, no, you got to play the story mode. Oh yeah. And oh yeah. I'm so glad I played the story mode because that was just a lot of fun. You know, you're starting off as, um, you know, your dad was teaching you to play golf, and then you just <laughs> you weren't that good, and um, yeah, it was just it was it was just like that story of I'm gonna overcome everything, and you know become the champion sort of thing but it was um just the gameplay mechanics is like the rpg elements um you know the uh you had all the puzzle solving as well like there's switches in the world that you have to hit mm-hmm. with a golf ball you can drop a golf ball wherever you yeah. want to go it was just at any time to drop a golf balls and smack at them <laughs> yeah like i don't know it's just really 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 neat game um the pixel art was 
right out of the 16-bit era. It looked yeah, cool. yeah, it had a charming art style, kind of reminiscent of, like, not quite Earthbound, but it gave you those kind of vibes. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. The music was, like, really, really yeah. good. It reminded me of, like, like the little fight music when you get into your golf battles. It kind of reminded me of, like, a mix of, like, Street Fighter and Punch-Out. Um, yeah, it was just really... Yeah, it totally was, like, Punch-Out music. It was really, really, really cool. Um, you know, and it kind of get you pumped up, too. I remember playing, like... I think I played it like 50-50 handheld and 50-50, you know, 50 handheld and 50% on the projector. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, it just, it was just really cool. Like, I don't know. I, I enjoyed playing it on both. Um, playing it on projector was fun just because, you know, I got the, the bigger picture, the bright, vibrant big, colors. Big greens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was just really, like... It light up my whole. Felt like you're on a golf course. Very colorful. Everything was great, and um, you know, and playing handheld was fantastic. You know, again, that's the whole beauty of the Switch: just lay in bed and play the game, and not have to worry about anything else. Um, you know, interrupting. Me. Yeah, yeah. It's great. So, yeah. and then they had um, the the Easter egg, the Galf. <clears throat> yes, Galf. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was Bas fantastic. Basically, it had those like, really stupid manuals, too, with like, the really crudely drawn art for it. Yeah, I mean, it was oh my gosh, it was uh, so good. It was an NES Golf that they embedded into the game. Oh and, my uh, goodness. And they even did an NES style, like, with like Japanese animation, like, characters in the manual, <laughs> like, just like you would get back in the day. Like, when you played uh, the NES game, it was really, really cool. Uh, brilliant, brilliant. And there was a company that actually um, did a, a reproduction of Galf for the NES, which is pretty cool. They put it on a cartridge. Oh, that's so cool. But they, that is uh, cool. They sold like that, and I didn't even didn't even attempt to get after that one because those. Uh... <laughs> They, I just can't. I can't compete with some of those people. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that game. The dialogue was awesome. I loved like um, you had like the gang of kids, and then like they start like getting into a rap battle with an old man from the uh, country club, and like oh yeah, it is the rap battle. That was such a great the scene. The rap battle was fantastic. <laughs> it was one of my favorite parts of that game. Was, I don't know, but it made me smile all the time. Like that's been the beauty of like that's like the common theme here is that, like everything on Switch is making me smile and making me happy. Mm -hmm. Um that was just, you know, Breath of the Wild gave me that sense of um exploration and you know super mario odyssey just kind of took me back to n64 mario and staying up all night playing that and then um snipper clips was just you know me and my wife bonding over that game and then golf story was just pure enjoyment with you know the story the <laughs> gameplay the puzzles just, it was it was great that so was <sighs> one of my yeah one of my favorite indies for you know for the the money was you know Fantastic and you know, great value for that game. But speaking mm -hmm. of value, <laughs> this this I don't know how long you want to go with this. Uh, you know we've taken almost uh, forty five well, minutes well, going through this. Going pretty long already. Yeah, <laughs> so we'll try to restrain ourselves, but we got to uh, talk about it. It's definitely a highlight. <laughs> Hollow Knight. 
Holiday. Holiday. So <laughs> phenomenal a game that even Nintendo wanted to shadow drop it at their own E3. <laughs> like, I think they were you, like, it's available today. I think you bought it before me, which mm-hmm. is typically how this goes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you picked that up and we're just wouldn't stop talking about it. I couldn't. But yeah, I, couldn't. I heard about it on you know other podcasts and people were just gushing over it constantly. And um, I finally picked it up off your recommendation, and I think I put, like, 45 hours into it, 50 hours into it, roughly, which, for a game I bought for <laughs> $9.99, it <laughs> is pretty insane. You, you, you put, like, 45 hours. The beat it. You beat it. I beat it. But like, I beat it, but I didn't beat it. Still only did, like, probably, like, 60% of the game. No, I did, um... <laughs> I think I did 80. I think I did 70 okay. or 80, because I did get to see the little progress down at the bottom. That's right, that's right. But I remember going back after I beat it, trying to get farther, and just, um... Just exploring more parts of the world and trying to get more charms would make the, uh, percentage go up. And I think the last time I played it, I got to, I think, 80. Maybe 90. Okay. I don't think so, though. It was it was around there. I think when I beat it, I was at, like, 74. And then I mm-hmm. went back. Although and I, the percent's a little weird, because I think it goes up to, like, 107% or something. Yeah. So. Because I know after I beat it, I went back yeah. to find all the grubs. Uh I had grabs. Yeah, I went back um, to find all the grabs. Oh my gosh. And, um, <laughs> did, you, did you find that, uh, the collector person? Yes. Who yeah, that? I fought the collector. Yeah. <laughs> that was, I think my favorite, like, my favorite mini boss was probably the, uh, what was his name? It was like the Dung Beetle guy. Oh, the, the, Defender. Yeah, because he he he's just, like beat his chest and be like, oh, and then like dive down, <laughs> and that was just great shoot back the up, and dumb balls would pop around. Every single boss had such a personality to it in that game. It was just so, every character had its own personality, but everything love, at the same time was like super dark and like depressing. But at the same time, you could just see all of their emotions like her character in the game. It was just really, really cool. It was a weird mix of, like, grim, dark, creepy, but at the same time, like, somehow adorable and so charming. Yeah. I think just part of that might be a to, to, like, the, the sound effects that they would make. Uh, they're like, those soldiers are going, hop, 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 yeah. hop, 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 they fly at you, and, um, <laughs> yeah, those, little, those are the little fly, the flying ones in the, um, yeah, at like the city there in the beginning. <laughs> um, the city of tears, all oh, such a cool environment. So many cool environments. I was like raining, and just the music it was so gentle and beautiful playing. And then later you discover like it's raining because there's like a giant puddle above it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Yeah, that that game was amazing. Um, you know, we had. Um... I, I talked to you a lot about what to, where to go, what to find, uh, you know, leveling up my nail, different charm things, because I remember, like, you know, the game was brutal. The game was a brutally hard game. Oh, 
so um, hard. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I've read online, I couldn't tell you how many people I've seen on Facebook that are like, I just can't get into Hollow Knight because the first, you know, I got to the first boss and I can't beat it. And it's like, I feel bad for those people because the game is fantastic. <laughs> it's it's challenging, but fair. It's fair. But it's, it's fair. also un, unforgiving at the no, same time. No, not at all, yeah. It's, it's, not, it's yeah. not forgiving at all. Um, <laughs> I, th- I don't remember having, like, I had a, I don't remember having trouble with the first boss, but I think the first time I ever had trouble was when I got to the Mantis Lords. Oh, the Mantis Village just... The yeah. village wasn't too bad. I feel like I got to the village pretty well. But once I got to the Lords, and at this point in the game, I was, I was like, very, very, like, weak. I was, you know, it was probably, I was probably, like, five hours into the game, if that. And I got to the Mantis Village. I mean, I don't know if that's the exact number, but I remember it was very early in the game. I get there, and... I think I beat the first one, and then the next one jumped, and I was like, well, there's no way I'm doing this. <laughs> there's no way. And uh, and I ended up just giving up on it. I just gave up on it, and then I went, you know, I played through the game again. Uh, I just kept, you know, finding other, other areas to explore, which was great. At least it wasn't, like, the game didn't make me stop when I got to something I couldn't do anymore. Um I just went another direction and then uh, was able to beat that next challenge and then, you know, kept progressing that way. And then I finally got to the point where I had like seven, you know, seven skulls of health. And then I had um, different charms where I could, you know, my nail would be longer, my nail would be stronger. Yeah. Um, Those help a lot. <laughs> yeah. Like it was, you know, then I went back. Um, went back to fight the lords and it was they were probably one of the easier bosses in the game I played after that point it was like okay <laughs> once you figure out their pattern it's like jump, mm-hmm. duck, dash that's the kind of <laughs> done. the kind of beautiful thing about the game like it's all like learning patterns and kind of like having confidence in your abilities like it does share kind of like similarities to like say Dark Souls which is not a game I could ever really get into but uh, just like learning enemies and the patterns and overcoming it's just a game that had this has so much better controls than like Dark Souls or anything it's just controls are perfect in this game that game felt so good control wise like I remember playing it and then I switched to what did I play I think I, I played Mega Man 11 because that came out right around the time I was playing oh, Hollow Knight. Yeah. And when I switched to Mega Man 11, I was like, why can't I air dash? Why can't I, you know, why can't I grip onto the side of this wall? Why can't I, you know, precisely make this jump? Because Mega Man's very, oh. like, floaty in his jumps. Mm-hmm. Where Hollow Knight was more, like, you know, um, true. It was a more true control of the character. Her- just the ability to grip onto the walls and slide. Oh, yeah. once, and just once I got the, everything uh, felt so. Once I got the mantis claw, it changed the entire game on mm-hmm. how you approach things and you know how you looked for secrets. It was at that point I went into every little nook and cranny I could, just hitting the walls <laughs> trying to find a secret passage to go on in the game. It was. Um, it was just really, really good. Like, and the fact that the game was made by like three people is 
insane. Insane. I can't make, uh, you know, any game, like, let alone a, you know, 40-hour Metroidvania, like, it's, it's That insane. somehow surpasses even the Super Metroid. It's just... Right? Like, it's, it was good. It was very, very good. I mean, there's no, other, there's no better bang for your buck on on switch or on any other console in my opinion like, mm-hmm. you know you're paying for 10 bucks if you like metroid if you like castlevania if you like Mega Man, there is no reason why you shouldn't play this game there's absolutely no reason why you shouldn't play it it's seriously just to just have the patience to kind of get through the intro because it is a slow start and it just builds and pulls you in the, the further you go in if you can keep going with it. Yeah. But take a look at this game and I think you'll be drawn in. Yeah, you have to play it. It's 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 a must play. And it came out on PC before it even came out on Switch, which Yeah, you know, yeah leads... a whole year before. Yeah, it's which you know, we'll talk about it later, but the sequel is going to be released simultaneously with the PC version because of how successful it was on the Switch. Oh yeah. It's just <laughs> crazy but um another game that was crazy um actually before we get to that before we get to the last one we're going to talk about something that we mm-hmm. don't have on the notes i want to mention was blossom okay Tales. go ahead go ahead because i know yes. you didn't like blossom Tales as much as i did. you were warmer on it than i was blossom I, Tales, I still think it's an okay game i i loved blossom Tales because of just the it was a link to the past clone <laughs> it was a link to the past clone <laughs> I love Link to the Past, and um, I will recommend that to anyone who's a Zelda fan. Because that <laughs> game was... It was just a lot of fun. I mean, it definitely felt weird because, you know, instead of Link being, you know, left-handed, going, you know, 90-degree mm-hmm. angle for a sword swipe, it was like a right-handed opposite it was sword like swipe. A, it was kind of like a back-and-forth. Yeah, it was, just like sometimes the... it would go like that, sometimes it would go like that. Yeah. It, was, it was really weird, but it, that was my biggest complaint, I think, with the game, was that it just felt weird, but you get used to it. Um, you definitely mm-hmm. get used to it. There was nothing hard in the game. Um, you know, it was, it was yeah. pretty easy. But, pretty easy. Um, a lot of path-following puzzles and yeah, just clearing like, enemies and stuff. That's what was... I know, I loved it, though, just because it felt mm-hmm. like a Zelda game. And... Um, you know, I know it was a, it was a pretty big indie title when, um, you know, when it dropped on Switch. So uh, if you haven't played that and you're a Zelda fan, definitely check it out. Um, it's cheap yeah. too; it's like ten bucks. So I think it goes on sale every now and then. Yeah. So maybe keep an eye on it. Yeah, yeah. It's put it on your wish list. Definitely a great game. But with that being said, you know, we already talked about Hollow Knight, which we probably should have talked about last, because it is the best indie game that came out on True. so far mm-hmm. Celeste was amazing as well that's, yeah. that's... Celeste actually came out before Hollow Knight 2 so we might have ordered this wrong but Maybe. So this is when we ended up playing it so <laughs> Celeste and, was awesome yeah. though um, that was another game that you started playing I think I bought it I think I bought it on Black Friday because... I think yeah there was a sale in November and I just like it was being nominated along with like the likes of God of War and Spider Man and Red Dead, and you're like, this little tiny indie game is being game of the year kind of quality. Okay, I'll concede. I need to check this out. Yeah, and I'm and, pretty sure IGN gave it a ten too. From 
I'm pretty sure they yeah, yeah. I've had great reviews before, yeah. and somehow it just kind of slipped my radar. Because um, honestly, it looks very unassuming if you just look at the videos of it. It's like, oh, it's a kind of retro looking platformer uh, with really complicated, like tough platforming. There's a dozen of those, but. Um, this game really is pretty phenomenal. Just like the controls again are yeah, really really great. It felt like uh, ho- like going from Hollow Knight to Celeste was not much of an issue at all. Like it was very very tight controls, very precise. Um, they were you know, great. Yeah, it was just mm-hmm. a very 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 good game. And just the the variety of like environments that you go through from chapter to chapter, the way they keep introducing very unique environmental mechanics to go with your just core mechanics that you have of climbing and dashing, it, it pushes those limits uh, of the game so so brilliantly. Yeah. And... Yeah, like you said... The other half of the game, just a surprisingly touching story that goes along with it. Like, I did not expect that. So... Yeah, yeah, like, like yeah you were it was saying, very. The mechanics were like really cool because, like, you know, you said you basically jump and you dash. That's it. And then yeah. next thing you know, you're able to use those two abilities to get further than you thought you'd ever be able to get, based on, you know, physics again. Um, you know, platforms that move that throw you uh, different objects within the environment. Um, that lets you mm-hmm. grapple or recharge yeah, the dash. So like, Alright, there's springboards. Okay, now charging crystals that recharge your dash. Alright, so now I'm putting all these things together and um, feathers that make you fly around and blocks that you have to slam down and they start moving and just so many cool ideas that are yeah, used so well. That's a very small team as well, just like Hollow Knight. You know, there's only mm-hmm. there's, what, like I don't know the exact size of that team, but from what I saw at the Game Awards, it was like 10 people on stage, and that was like all of them. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, again, the game was just fantastic. Um, you know, collecting the strawberries. Being Super able to, cool game. Strawberries. Yeah. Like Super know, cool way of like, adding extra optional challenge yeah, for yeah. those who are looking for it. Yeah, that was something I went back to do after I finished the game was because I didn't, you know, I missed out on a bunch of them. And, um, you know, spoiler, when you finish the game, you get a picture of a strawberry pie. (laughs) And depending on how many strawberries you collected uh, will show the quality of your pie. So my pie was uh, not very satisfying. In the pictures, not, not nearly as nice as mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, we, uh, you know, I went back and you know, I used I used some guides online to try to find some of them that weren't as obvious. I knew I missed a few, so I went back and played the levels a few times. And but that was something that was cool too, is that if you played the level, it would show you on the screen how many strawberries were left and where they were in the level based on you know the sub the sub-chapter of, you know, each chapter. Um, you could start at that section and, you know, go after that strawberry. And then even in your pause menu at the bottom, it would show you a red dot saying you got it, 
or a blue dot if you yeah, didn't, or yeah. a dash or something like that. I don't remember exactly which one it, it was. It kind of give you a vague idea of like where in the level you'd be like, oh, it's somewhere between this strawberry and this strawberry. So yeah. you have an idea of where to search. Yeah. Very well organized. Just every detail was well thought out of that game. Yeah. There was only one that like even using that guide I couldn't find it and it was because <laughs> it was well there was one where you had to do like a screen hack to like go between the screens dashing which yeah, I yeah. never would have thought about that so the fact that somebody figured that out is just insane to me <laughs> <laughs> and then there was one in the in the haunts, <clears throat> in the hotel where you actually had to go back to the beginning of the level and then like you fell in a pit and there was a and like in hind Inside it makes sense, but yeah, I, yeah. I wouldn't have thought of that if you hadn't told me about that one. Yeah, um, but yeah, Celeste was uh, was about five. Is it five levels, six levels before you get to the top of the mountain? Um, no, I, I think it's like six or seven yeah, chapters, something like that. But then, uh, even with that, you have you know, I haven't even started the uh, the second then, part. The B sides of every single chapter, oh, which are just so too. brutal. Yeah. The B sides were insane, and then there's even C sides, which are even harder than B yeah, sides. Yeah, that's where I played my white flag. <laughs> I, got... I looked up some of the videos of them. They're not that long, but they don't have like very few checkpoints, which just is like, oh, no way. <laughs> yeah, like I did, uh, I did like four four levels of the B sides. I think I got past the hotel. I got to like the next one after that. And that's where I just kind of stopped playing it. Um, I don't know. I don't. Something else. I think I beat that, and then I started playing. Um, started playing some other game. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe Smash. I think it's when Smash <laughs> came out. Smash came out right after yeah. that. So. Um, Last thing about Celesto is it was very forgiving of it. Uh, just checkpoints and how fast you would spawn oh, yeah. and keep playing. I think that was a main reason that game just hooked you so well. Absolutely, it's just, absolutely. It's mean, but it's like, alright, I'm gonna try it again, right now. And just, yeah. all the challenges were very tightly focused. You're like, alright, I can do this. I know I can just get up to there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, so. that's why I stuck with it. It didn't, it didn't kill my drive, because it was like, I didn't have to keep going back through, you know, four or five screens to get to where I was. Mm -hmm. um, which, you know, a game like, you know, Mega Man would do that to you. Or yeah, like, yeah. Um, I don't know, have you ever played this game called Battle Kid, which is like a, a homebrew game on NES that somebody made. Um, it's kind of the same thing, where you have checkpoints, but they're all the way back at the, you know, <laughs> beginning of the, you know, halfway point of the level or something like that, so... You might there might be seven screens between the next checkpoint. You'll get to the sixth one, die, and you've got to figure out how to get through all of the other ones again. And you know, one hit, one kill. And this game was just awesome with the the way that they did that. You know, you could. There's so many times that I literally would like jump into the screen, and die immediately, and it would just throw me right back on the ledge that I fell off of. Um, sometimes it'd even throw you a little closer to where you needed to be. So um, yeah, they did a very good job the game the like game design level design the music the controls was just awesome everything was thumbs up on on that game for me absolutely so and um, uh, and i think and then yeah you said it smash is what the took you away from it yeah after that i'm pretty sure that's <laughs> when the b-side started i was like oh smash is out now and um honestly <laughs> i i 
as much as I love Smash, I've played hours of Melee. Um, you know, I bought Brawl the day it came out, and I barely touched Brawl, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> but um, I pre-ordered um, I pre-ordered um, Smash Four on Wii U. Mm-hmm. Uh, played that a lot. I, I played that pretty, you know, pretty regularly. And then, um, you know, every time I'd have people over, you guys would come over. We'd do an eight-player smash. So I played a lot of that. And I remember, like, I didn't have everyone unlocked in that. And um, so one night, I just stayed up all night and just kept doing one v one against the computer, kill them just over and over again, so I could unlock everybody. <laughs> um, <laughs> just that way, the next time everyone came over, we could do that. But um, Smash Ultimate, it uh, you know, it changed up a few things as far as um, you know the way that you unlock characters. It was like one character every ten minutes or something like that. Yeah, so there are a couple ways you could do it. That's one way. I think like every ten minutes, if you're just playing like regular matches or all star or whatever, it would give you a challenger. And then you could also get them, like, I think through single-player mode if you found them on the, the field um, okay. and unlock them. You'd unlock the challenger that way, too. Yeah, and that was something that, like, I was getting at is I, I, as much as I love those other Smash games, this one, I, I love it. It's fun. It's a great game. It's Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels like Smash Brothers. It doesn't feel different. It feels just like I was playing, um, you know, any other of the games in the series I've played. It's got all the maps I like, it's got the ability to, you know, increase the AI, and the AI is much much harder than it was in the older games. Like, Melee, I would always play level 9s and I would always win. Now I'm playing an alternate <laughs> level 9s, and I'm like I've come in third before which is like <laughs> kind of crazy, because, you know, I'm I'm by no means as good as you are in Smash, but um, I've never really lost to the computer before until playing this Smash. <laughs> so it's um, they, they definitely improved that in the AI but um, still to this day that game came out in December I have yet to play World of Light which was like the, the, the oh biggest thing they've added to the game I have yet to go back and play it and I still haven't unlocked everybody. I think I've unlocked like 40 characters so I still have like 20 more characters to unlock and um, you know I still have to play World of Light um, all I've really done is play classic mode over and over again um, against the computer and in Earthbound levels, Zelda levels and Star Fox levels and that's it, <laughs> that's all I've been doing <laughs> and then playing you online yeah, yeah. Um. so um, basically, Honestly, you're, you're, you'll have to carry to play the game. To yeah. <laughs> you'll have pace to yourself, because. But um, yeah, no, I think this game is really hard to hate on because you can't really because it has everything. There's so many characters, so many stages. It has probably what is your favorite. If you liked it in the sub. Play what you like, and you'll have a grand old time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, um, the the only thing that's missing that I that I liked was the targets in, in yes. melee. I love that. It was just, I, I was never good at it, but I thought it was really cool. I thought it was a really neat, you know, different different take on the game. It wasn't just 
oh, go fight this guy, go fight this guy, you know, do this. Mm-hmm. And then you get a bonus level where you're, like, platforming to no, like, I, hit these I targets. Agree. It was really cool. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, like, the home run derby, it's, it's kind of, you know, I, I don't need it, but it was just something that I really enjoyed in Melee. Seeing it's how far just I fun and back. different. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... And that's my one thing with every mode, even single player, it's just pretty much Smash Brothers through and through. You're just doing matches after matches of fighting each other, and there's not much variety to it at the moment, other than that there's like seven characters of all varied, varied play styles. But it's still just smash after smash after smash. Um, but it does seem like they might be updating some of those features later in um, at least what they seem to be hinting at in the spring update so we'll they could change it could we might get some more variety in there so that'd be interesting to see yeah I'll, I'll, I'll hope to go back to it eventually um, even if it's just to play you more online because like that we haven't done that in a couple months um, yeah but right now I'm just I'm trying to finish up uh, Thimbleweed Park right now, and then I still have the Messenger to play, and then I still have Axiom Verge, which I bought on Wii U and never finished. <laughs> so I've got I've got quite a few games to play still that are, you know, hours long. <laughs> so so um, yeah, yeah. eventually um, I'll get back into Smash. So yeah, that's, a, that's the nice part about the Switch is like even when there's lulls between these big first party Nintendo games, there's so many smaller indie games like you just listed that there's always something to be playing. Yeah, yeah so. there's always something. And, uh, yeah, one other thing we didn't mention, I mean, that pretty much wraps up like the first two years as far as big yeah. releases, except for we didn't mention uh, Pokemon Let's Go. Um, uh, sorry. Which That's right. You, you picked that up. So. I did. I picked it up. Um, you know, me and my wife play a lot of Pokemon Go. Um it was something I never thought I'd get into, and then I just kind of got sucked into it in the beginning, and then um, now she kind of plays it more than I do. And you know, for me, it was more of the the 151 was all I really cared about, um, the originals, and the only Pokemon game I ever played was um, I played Blue, I played Red, I played a little bit of Yellow, and then I played Ruby on GBA, um, but I never beat one. I'd always get like four <laughs> or five gyms in and just stop because turn-based RPGs are just not my thing. Random battles kind of turn me off, but um, I, I tried. Me and my friend would play it. Um, we would play it over and over again, like, on the phone with each other back in, like, geez, you know, when it came out, like, 97, I think is when it came out. So we'd mm-hmm. play it, you know, we were playing it in, like, the late 90s, early 2000s, and we'd play on emulators and my friend was playing it on a... He was playing Pokemon Green on a GBA. He had a Japanese copy of it. And he didn't know Japanese, but he taught himself Japanese to figure out how to play the game. <laughs> so it was one of those things I wanted to be a part of, but I just could not get into it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so with that, though, I, I did pick up Let's Go Pikachu. Um, I picked it up digitally. And uh, I enjoyed it. I played it for about 20... I think it was like 25 hours total. And um, I caught, like, 70 of the 151. Um, I I finally beat a Pokemon game, though, and uh, I think a lot of it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so I got, you know, I 
got all the gym badges and beat the Elite Four and played parts of the game that I never even knew existed. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I think one of my favorite parts of the game was the, um, you know, not having a Pokemon randomly spawn. Um, they showed you them on the overworld, which I thought was just awesome, because especially towards the end when I started to get burned out, um, I would just run. i just run around everything I could, because I knew my Pikachu was, like, almost level 60, and he could just destroy everything, except for... <laughs> Unless I was fighting a ground Pokemon, it didn't matter. Like, my Pikachu, there was a time I got stuck, I was telling you about it. I got stuck fighting Blue in the, um, was it Self Company or whatever? I could not beat him because I was trying to match element to element instead of just using my Pikachu and dominating everybody. <laughs> so then I finally used my Pikachu and just destroyed him and had no problems for the rest of the game after that. <laughs> so, but but you know, it was a, it was a great game. I mean, I know it was a it was a big seller. It's Pokemon. Pokemon's always going to be a big seller. Um, yeah, yeah, I think it did better even than what they expected. Yeah, I'm like sure. A I'm somewhat sure. spinoff. Yeah, I mean it. Yeah. it from what I remember, um, you know, I remember a little bit of Red and Blue. I mean, it was it was pretty much the same game. Um, you know, they did change a few things, like you didn't have your uh, your special techniques were just something that Pikachu learned. Like, Pikachu learned how to surf, he learned how to fly, he learned how to cut, he learned all my moves. That is one of my favorite changes they've done to the series recently. I think they first did that in Sun and Moon, which okay. I hated HMs. Yeah, HMs were... just having... <laughs> like, you lead. can't teach this HM to this Pokemon. Well, why not? It just limited your Pokemon <laughs> roster. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, because if you, I remember when I played it originally... You just had to, like, always have a new friend. Because I had to have, yeah, I had to have him because he's the only one that can learn Cut. And then it was like, okay, so he's always going to be here now. And... Yeah, that was that was frustrating back then, but now I, I really enjoy the game. Um, if you've never played a Pokemon game or you've never finished a Pokemon game, give this one a shot because it's it's fun. It's it's it'll let you experience Pokemon. You'll still have random battles, like or they're not random, but you still fight trainers that you have to fight, even if you don't want to fight them, just because they're in the path. So that's just the way Pokemon's always been. So. Um, you know, there's still there's still that there if you you know if you like that sort of stuff. I personally wish I could have skipped some of them, but <laughs> but you know it is what it is. I, I know what it is, and again those battles took me two minutes tops because they just overpower Pikachu. Um, <laughs> but it was a lot of fun though. I did enjoy it, and like you know hearing the story and finally finishing one it was it was it was a really cool game and i uh, wish they would have left some of those mechanics in the new one that's coming out yeah so Which we can we can discuss that soon <laughs> yeah, yeah we'll discuss it a little bit um but yes i mean that that pretty much sums up the the first two years of the switch i mean i don't know how you can complain about the first two years because there's games for everyone. You've got your adventure games, your platforming games. Um, the uh, indie support is just unreal. And then you've got Smash Brothers and Mario Kart. <laughs> like, all, all in the first two years. Some of, some of these games you wouldn't see until like three, four years into the Nintendo system. And this is just starting so strong. Yeah. I mean, just, if, I yeah. Had a, if I had any complaint about the Switch... 
it would really just be the third party support um like the major third party support and Mm -hmm. not that i care that much but like ea for instance like they pretty much have the monopoly on sports games and i want to play hockey on my switch and there's no hockey on switch um, they they released FIFA and they said that it did better than expected and then they released the next FIFA but they still haven't done a Madden they still haven't done baseball which they don't do baseball but, but there's no baseball game other than like I think there's like an RBI game um, the NBA 2K I heard was supposed to be pretty good um, mm-hmm. but like sports games in general like wwe was garbage like utter garbage i watched a playthrough of that the game <laughs> was so broken and i was so disappointed because i hadn't played a wrestling game since like playstation playing like smackdown on playstation or um you know we used to play wrestlemania 2000 and um no mercy on n64 um but really just having the lack of those big sports titles, like if Madden comes to Switch, it's going to do insane as long as it's still Madden. Um, I, I will not buy Madden because I don't like football. It's, uh, yeah. you know, it's just, yeah. I'll watch football, but playing the game just becomes too simmy and it isn't, it's not fun. So I, I like to stick to hockey because you can always make hockey fun by turning off all the rules, the offsides, <laughs> huge hits, turning on injuries. Um you know, you can have a lot of fun with, with that just because of the way the game is. But um, but I think that's my biggest that's my biggest disappointment with the system. Which it's not yeah. it's not really Nintendo's fault other than No people can say it is because they're I mean I they're gonna say it's based on the hardware specs that that's why those companies aren't on there, but that's not stopping other companies from releasing powerhouse games on this console, so Yeah, yeah that that's the thing. Like it seems like a lot of third-party companies are warming up to the Switch and one, and as they should want to, because they're seeing the success. And like, yeah, I want some of that. But there are some weird decisions like that for like EA listed and stuff. And yeah, it really kind of baffles me. Just especially since like the Switch is such a good multiplayer system. Like it's built for like two players right off the gate and. Just it's so easy to hand off a controller to someone like let's play and why no one would want to get on, join that just yeah, baffles me. Yeah, but I mean we'll see. I mean uh, hopefully they'll warm up to that. Um, you know, like I said, they they did do some FIFA. They did FIFA again this year. Uh, I feel like there was rumors that Frostbite was going to be running on Switch, which is the, their new engine, and that's what yeah. all the new games are running in, so if they get Frostbite running oh, on yeah. Switch, or even if it's like a modified version of Frostbite that can, you know, get the game there, it'll it'll definitely, you know, sell, and it'll make me happy just to get a hockey game finally, but... <laughs> But um, yeah, so that's that covers the you know the first two years. Is there anything you have to add as far as you know disappointment or anything you wish was different? Any issues you've had with your console? Because that's something that people it has about. been uh, making buzzing sounds lately. I don't know if it's my fan working hard or but <laughs> yeah, still runs. So it's like so 80, hour, eighty hours of Hollow Knight. <laughs> 80, you know, 200 hours of Breath of the Wild. Uh, yeah. It's definitely been put in its hours. And so. Yeah. So. Um, 
Yeah, trying to think anything else. Uh, I wish the docks were cheaper. That was the only thing. Yeah, I'd love to get the docks. Ninety-eight dollars still seems ridiculous. Otherwise, Switch, great system. Probably is shaping up to be one of my favorite systems. Which before that was a 3DS. I still, I still miss like features like Street Pass and stuff. But yeah, yeah. I just, I love how quick the Switch boots up, and you can just play in like three clicks of a button, rather than like other systems which you just have to wait load up and it just takes so long yeah well, switch is just like, so smooth so fast even like os updates and stuff on switch are like that i mean granted, so quick granted there's nothing really to yeah, there's not much because they need to give us themes <laughs> and they need to give us folders i would <laughs> i would love folders i would love a more competent online system and we can we can discuss those uh, so the features we, yeah, yeah. So um, let's uh, it's getting kind of late. We've kind of been on here for a while, but um, it I think it is. I we think could just, I think we could necessary. just call this the end of one episode. This is a good test episode, anyways. Yeah, I think I think we can do that. That's fine. <laughs> um, because we have a lot to go through still. I think we kind of overestimated how long we can talk about things. I think we did. <laughs> <laughs> or underestimated how long we can talk about stuff. So this was topic one. Switch turns two years old. We still yes. have the Looking future. Two years of Switch. <laughs> yeah, so we still have... Uh, you know, looking ahead to the future releases, uh, we were going to talk about Pokemon and some of our other... Uh, thoughts for the Switch. I mean, we covered some of that about what we'd like to see with the Switch, but um, there's definitely some good stuff to talk about, but uh, yeah, I think we'll we'll talk about that in episode two. Hopefully uh, this episode turns out good, and if not, we will try to improve on the next episode. Uh, this is yeah. episode one, first test, trying to get all the software working correctly and doing a remote back and forth. I'm sure there's going to be some audio quality issues. I think uh, yeah, Patrick, yeah. I think you dropped a few times while you were talking, but I didn't Shoot. want to <laughs> jump in, but it was kind of like cutting in and out, but you came back, so um, apologize for anyone listening. That's, you know, this is the first episode, and um, you know, hopefully we'll start working out the kinks and getting things a little smoother in the future. Yeah, d- depending on where we post this, if we load this on YouTube, or whatever, or just leave us comments if any feedback. We'll see what we can do to improve. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The, the goal is to get this on as many platforms as possible. We'll do the video on YouTube and uh, try to do the audio only on um, you know all the other podcast uh, services out there. So uh, you know probably iTunes and Stitcher and all those other things. So I'll look into getting all that done. So hopefully you enjoyed our banter we do this pretty much every day through text at work so uh <laughs> it, it kind of makes sense to do it after hours and actually talk about things and um uh in the future we'll probably have some gameplay on the side where we'll actually just play smash or something live uh, again that's going to be some upgrades um once we figure out how this goes and if people yeah. actually want to hear us talk i mean we'll continue so uh <laughs> We'll go from there, we'll figure it out, and hope you guys enjoyed the first episode of the show. Yep. Alright. Happy gaming, guys, and we'll talk more games soon.